welcome to Phoenix Foundation, an episode-by-episode podcast review of CBS's action-adventure series, MacGyver. I'm Patrick O'Reilly. And I'm Richard Wells. And today we'll be tackling Season 6, Episode 8, MacGyver's Women. The original air date for this episode was November 12th, 1990. It was directed by Michael Priest, and it was written by Stephen Kandel and Lincoln Kibbe, I think. Stephen Kandel also wrote the last Western episode. Hmm. Um, and uh, why don't we describe this episode in brief? Um, in this episode, uh, MacGyver, in dealing with all the ladies in his life... Uh, Including take, one underage child. Yeah. <laughs> takes a break and uh, ends up slipping back into his hallucinations of being in the Old West. Yeah. And uh, we get another previously on MacGyver cast and... Another great Western episode. Yeah. Um, It's it's kind of hard to describe it briefly because you're just going to go into the episode plot of the Western part versus what the actual thing's about. Yeah. um, Because we open up with... uh, uh, Maria Romberg and him mm -hmm. walking back to the houseboat. Uh, And apparently they've been together for quite some time. Yeah. Even though we haven't seen her since the wall episode. Um, But she mentions that, like... it's, It's quite the implication. She says... We've been together as friends, and we've been together as lovers. It's like, whoa. Yeah. That's that's the first time you like you've blatantly said that MacGyver has had sex. Yeah. With the and this is uh, Brigitta Stun- Stenberg. Yeah. Reprising the role from mm-hmm. from the wall. Um, but uh, she wants more out of the relationship. She wants a a more firm commitment. Like, where are we going with this? Because right. apparently they've been together that long. Yeah, and they're so, trying to establish his fear of commitment. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and we also got a little bit of that from uh, the Lost Amadeus. Yeah. Uh, with like, why aren't you married yet? Uh, but as they enter MacGyver's houseboat, waiting inside is what looks to be a prostitute. Yeah. Inexplicably, Kim Zimmer. Yeah. Uh, as Kate Murphy. Kate Murphy is there, dressed full in full hooker. Yeah. And uh she says, "Oh, hi. You know, uh you know, it's like I uh I this is someone to cover." <laughs> yeah. And then she pulls her wig off to show. Yeah, yeah. This uh, isn't what my hair looks like. But uh, these are my earrings. <laughs> she doesn't say that. <laughs> um and uh you know, so she's trying to explain that that oh, I'm I'm just a friend of MacGyver cuz obviously uh Maria is giving her the extreme death stare. Yeah. Um and at that moment uh, young Jennifer Reiner or Rainer, I think it was Rainer, uh, comes down the stairs once again wearing MacGyver's clothes. Right, the same using, jersey that she had on when he made her breakfast. When she yeah, um, and she's because she's been with Kate because she's having more trouble with her home. Yeah, which is actually kind of they didn't sad. actually solve things with their father. Yeah, I was like, that's actually kind of sad. Yeah, um, but now Maria is seeing MacGyver has a relationship with a teenager. Yeah. It's like because it looks like she's only wearing a jersey. Yeah, when she comes yeah, downstairs. It's, it's really. And she's like, "Hey, I borrowed your shower again." Leans uh, on him. Um, and we should mention that this is actually Tracy Lords. Yeah, this is not Holly Fields. This yeah. is Tracy Lords, a different person whose first name ends with a Y sound and last name is pluralized. Yeah. <laughs> but they're about the same yeah, age. I don't know why they didn't bring Holly Fields back. Uh. <laughs> Uh, but it's definitely supposed to be the same Jenny. Yeah, from yeah, absolutely. Partner, or from runners, they they never say her last name. Yeah, but um, I just the fact that 
that Holly Fields used the shower, wore that same jersey, yeah, was named Jenny. Bl- straight blonde hair. Like, yeah. it, it's like, yeah, this is clearly who this is supposed to be. Yeah. Um, I was sure the third person was going to be Penny Parker because in the first episode, Holly Fields was supposed to be like a teenager. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't make sense to have her be the third like potential love interest character yeah, coming yeah. down the stairs. Um, but Penny Parker has already had her Wild West episode. Yeah, I guess. Time for time for another a different character who only was in one episode to have a right. Wild West episode. <laughs> there's, there's and there's more to come in this. Yeah. Um, so that night, uh, the ladies are all trash talking men and MacGyver mostly. Yeah, they're just talking about how he has a fear of commitment and he's terrible, and they're all gonna just live in his house now. Yeah. And it, it, Kim Zimmer says something to the effect of. She's uh, Jenny's having trouble at home again, and they didn't have a bed at the Challenge Center. Yeah. Instead of calling it the Challengers Club, the Challengers Club, she calls it the Challenge Center, which (laughs) I was like, that's not what it's. Nobody calls it that. Who calls it that? And also, just because that's the case doesn't mean you get to bring a a child to MacGyver's house to live. Yeah. Also, how did you get in here? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, MacGyver just leaves his door unlocked. That's how. That's how Wilt. Gets in there. Yeah. Uh, so MacGyver is fed up with the trash talk. Um, uh, we should also mention that there's a um, a, a smaller stake here that Maria is uh, thinking of leaving the Phoenix Foundation, which apparently she has been working at, um, and seeing MacGyver through yeah. uh, to go and be a teacher abroad. Right. And so that would mean the end of her and MacGyver's relationship right. pretty much. Um, and so – as MacGyver slips off into his his Wild West videotapes and slumber. And for the first time in his bedroom. Yeah. We, we never go upstairs until just now. Yeah. So we, we're actually getting to see what the upstairs looks like. Yeah. It's um, just a, sort of a small loft type mm-hmm. area. And he just climbs up on the bed and throws a Western on. Have, have we decided that this is actually a full and complete house interior that we're using? I have no idea. Or is it a set? I think it's a set. Yeah? I, it's definitely not the interior of the house, but we're seeing the outside Okay. Of. Because they do a pretty good job ma- matching it when we see the outside. It seems like they do, but, you know, it's, sometimes it's hard to tell. Uh, so back in the Old West, uh, MacGyver is, uh, again, it's... Can I just say before we get into the <laughs> the dream here that these Westerns that MacGyver puts on are garbage every time. Like, it's just like super far away shot of a carriage just rolling through the wilderness yeah. and it's like this is so boring <laughs> i don't know why you put this on before you go to sleep because there's nothing entertaining about this. yeah yeah uh it, it's it's just you just hear like random gunshots yeah it's just like, stock footage of western who's shooting yeah um uh so macgyver is now uh playing wild west macgyver right still the same person and last time he had sort of the wyatt earp Mustache, and I yeah. feel like this time it's morphed into, like the Sam Elliott. Yeah, totally. Uh, mustache, absolutely. And uh, apparently, he had just built a windmill, uh, to help this blacksmith who injured his arm, uh, create a uh, an automatic hammer. Right. To, to hammer. Although it doesn't look like it's striking with enough force to really be useful. Yeah. Um. Probably better than his broken arm would, though. Yeah. Um. The uh, blacksmith is named Butterfield, although I can't tell if it's a slip-up or if it's undeclared nickname because at some point MacGyver calls him Bear, because and that's the actual – The actor's nickname. Yeah, yeah, the actor's nickname. So I don't know if that was like an accident 
or, or it, presumably it's just Butterfield's nickname also. Yeah. Because he's a giant guy. I, yeah. I would feel like in any era, this guy's nickname would have been Bear. Yeah. I wasn't able to find anything about him. Were you Were you able to look him up? No. Because it's like, was he a football player? Because who? Why would he have the name of Bear? You like, know what I was just thinking? It'd be funny if the blacksmith's name was Lady Mombazo. <laughs> I'm the town blacksmith. My name is Lady Mombazo. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, um, as MacGyver's helping out, a carriage arrives. Uh, there's some weird side story that MacGyver needs to go somewhere, um, right. and he doesn't. His uh, his carriage is broken. He needs to head to Last Chance Gulch. Gulch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, they're in the town of Serenity, by the way, which is where yeah. the last Western episode took place. Correct. Um. So at that point, a, uh, a carriage arrives, um, and Milt and Wilt Bozer are awaiting the people who are on board. Because right. apparently they recently have struck rich in a major gold mine strike. Yeah. And uh, MacGyver was asking Bear um, Butterfield for a wagon to get out of town. And yeah. He didn't have one because the Bozers just took the last one. Yeah. So uh, – but – but Bear was willing to let him have his personal wagon right. for being such a good help. Uh, so as the uh, carriage outside comes to a stop, we get our first instances of the Wild West uh, parables. Right. Of uh, again going go, all going by their normal names. Yeah. With er, almost everyone goes by their normal name, with a few exceptions. Yeah, just Pete, but, I think. Well, and well one, and, but it could be a fake name. Yeah, and some of the other uh, supporting players. Yeah. Who were previously on MacGyver. Right, right, right. That's, yeah, Marshall but, Teague. But the, but the main characters here of Maria Romberg, Kate Murphy, Milton Wiltbozer, and Jenny Rayner are all being played. They're all running by their own names. Yeah. So out steps Maria and Jenny, and Kate apparently is facilitating their arrival um, as... as You're very careful to prevent Kate from appearing as a love interest in yeah. any way. Um, I guess... She's supposed to be some kind of madame of not a brothel, but she seems like she's she's selling these women. Yeah, it, it's it's. I know it's like an arranged marriage kind of thing, but it sure seems like she's just selling them. Yeah, um, I wasn't sure how I was supposed to feel about this. Yeah, and of course Milton will arrive uh, again. Uh, Robert Donner and Robin Mosley, right? Uh, uh, playing their previous Wild West versions of Milton Wilt. And by the way, we're getting the same uh, reverse score throughout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I don't know if you listened to the Serenity episode yet of uh, our podcast. Uh, 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 I I haven't. It's identi- It's the exact same music. Okay. So it, it's it's a hundred percent the reverse score. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, Which I was actually talking to um, a big uh, John Williams fan at work, and I guess it's been a big deal for a long time that. That's the like one of the only John Williams scores that's never been like the soundtrack has never been released in full because all the rights are tied up. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, I've only ever heard that the I have a, a best of John Williams. Yeah, and that's the collection. only track from the film that was ever released. Correct. But yeah. it seems like throughout this episode they actually use more incidental music with the same like theme mm-hmm. in it. So I think it might actually be more music from the soundtrack that never came out. Yeah. Uh. So Milton will are like immediately start fighting over who they're going to get. Um, again, Jenny is underage, right? <laughs> so 
Uh, or supposed to be anyway. Yeah. Um, uh, but they start getting a little rough and the women don't seem to really want to go with them. And when they try to get away, a little bit of a fight breaks out. And that's when MacGyver kind of comes in to, uh, to, to stop, you know, yeah, mis- mistreating these women. separate everybody, yeah. Um, and Bear also lends a hand to MacGyver and no one's going to mess with him. Uh, so even though he only has one hand right now, yeah, well that's all. He's, that's all more than he needs. Yep. Uh, so Milton will run off, but they they're they're angry that the that they paid for these women again. I feel like they're being sold. Yeah. Uh, Maria and Jenny want to both leave town, and Kate says that they could take a train from Last Chance Gulch to wherever they need to get to. Basically, it's the only way out of out yeah. of this area. And MacGyver, of course, happens to be heading that way. So he'd be more than happy to uh, take them along. And they're both super hitting on him already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So from here, this is the point at which I get very confused of who is who. Yeah, we cut to a scene at a poker table. Yeah, we're, we're introduced to five or six characters. All uh, at the same time. Yeah, so it's, it's – characters' names are Logan, okay – but then we have Sundance, clearly supposed to be, you know, Sundance Kid, Jesse James, and Billy the Kid. Yeah. And also but another – when he says – first he says Sundance, Kid, Tansley. Yeah. And it's like, I thought you were saying Sundance Kid before, but then I realized you're saying two different people. You're saying the Sundance Kid and Billy the Kid. Yeah. Um, I okay. didn't notice him say Jesse James's name, but that, that yeah. is a credit on the IMDb yeah, page. Yeah. And, uh, I mean – and just so I, I I wrote I wrote down because these are all people who have been previously on MacGyver. Right. So Logan uh, is Marshall Teague, who was uh, according ma- to IMDb. Yeah, it says Logan, but yeah. I feel like they call him something else later. Well, they call him Kid Curry. Yeah. Um, is that just a nickname for Logan? I for Logan like <laughs> it's like when you call Hank Henry. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone whose name's Logan. Anyone whose name's Logan, like Kid Curry's Run. You ever see that movie? <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Marshall Teague plays Steve Morrison uh, in the episode Renegade. Right. Uh, Sundance is played by Dale Wilson, who is in like uh, he's a bad guy in a lot of episodes. Yeah, yeah. Survivors and and, and he's in Tough Boys, tough, tough, tough boys. <laughs> um, Jesse James is played by Will Calhoun, who is I only saw him in um, as the deputy in Logjam. However, he's a very famous TV producer. Yeah, now, like yeah. currently, yeah. I was like, he produced Friends and wrote for Friends. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, well, that's kind of a crazy start. Yeah. And uh, and uh, Billy the Kid is played by Russ Hamilton, who is mostly a location manager. Yeah. Uh, still working today. As, and I don't think he even has a line, so presumably well, he, he was... Except to say, but I'm Billy the Kid. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. So he, I, I, he may have just been the location manager for this episode. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, get in there. Yeah, it's... Uh, Tans, Tansy, th- this is like the only line that Tansy has. He's like making fun of Billy the Kid. It's so a Billy the Kid shoots him, and that's the end of Tansy, Tansy. in that situation. Um, but we also get another character, News, uh, who was previously one of the uh, Bozers right. in an episode. Yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, and they, 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 they basically, uh, I can't remember why. Uh, why they're going after MacGyver. Well, they're going after MacGyver because he has the women, right? Oh, yeah, Kate. Because, yeah, because News comes in and tells him about Kate yeah. having come back in time and she's betrayed Logan, I right. think. 
I, there's so many characters, like all male characters, and they, they never really like say, you're Logan, you're Billy the Kid. They just keep saying names. Yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah, they're going after Kate, and MacGyver happens to be with them, so they're going to uh, go after him. But there's a, there's a, a before we exit this scene, there's a really great moment <laughs> where I think it's the character Sundance looks at the dead Tansy's cards that are on the table. Yeah. Puts him down and then folds his cards. <laughs> yeah, it's like this was... dead guy was gonna beat me. <laughs> like it would have made sense if he like traded cards with him when no yeah. one was paying attention. But instead, he was just like, ah, "I'm gonna lose to this dead guy." Yeah, I just like that he looks at him and goes, "Ah." <laughs> um, but then, as before, we exit the scene and break for commercial. We get like a good forty second banjo solo. Yeah. And I kept wondering, like, is this gonna end? Or were they just filling time? Yeah, uh, and and then I was wondering, like, if it's MacGyver playing the banjo because we saw him play guitar. Like, we know he plays guitar. It's like maybe he plays banjo too. It's like nope. I can't really get a good look at the face of the banjo player. Yeah. Um, and if it were MacGyver, you would get a good look at his face. Yeah. Um, but but I mean, unless you're not supposed to know that it's supposed to be him, right? Like like. like but if Clavon I could play Little the banjo and... that well, I would be like, you point the camera on my face for this whole solo. Yeah. As, as I make aggressive eye contact and to establish <laughs> dominance. Yes. Yeah, so it's like a, a crazy banjo solo, solo that goes on for too long. Yeah. Um, so the next scene is... Maga- as, as banjo solos are wont to do. Yeah. There's only one banjo solo that I could stand for any length of time. It's technically a duo. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we're talking about Ronnie Cox and... Right. Um, that was Ronnie Cox who was playing, right? The banjo? So. Playing the guitar with him against the kid. Yeah. yeah. Um, Ronnie Cox, another actor like who's like almost always a villain, uh, you know, like and he's almost always in Paul Verhoeven stuff yeah. as a villain, which but I But he's love. super friendly in that. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's super friendly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no yeah. That's just a fun. It's a fun family, family friend. affair. When three guys go down the river, they they end up meeting some friends they didn't expect. <laughs> I may have made the joke already on this podcast, but I always think of that joke where like Ned Beatty sits down at the first table reading. He's like, I don't have page 30. <laughs> Is everybody missing page 30? <laughs> it's okay, Ned. You're gonna We're just going to go ahead and do this read through. <laughs> we'll have to just wing it for that one page. <laughs> Oh man. Uh, so as uh, MacGyver and his women uh, um, are riding down the the trail, which just appears to be like a hiking trail, right? Like it's like very wooded. Um, they come across uh, Doctor Destiny, right? Um, who's basically like the Wizard of Oz character yeah. from uh, before the the Oz trip. And I'm almost 100 percent certain that this was originally for Bruce McGill, and that they reassigned it to pete when maybe yeah he wasn't available i i also feel like this like this should have put somebody else because we've already had pete is it because it's the universe bo- yeah yeah because if, if the bozers are still the bozers and serenity is still serenity yeah then then pete should still be pete thornton and not dr destiny of the fire eagle ranch yeah i i thought that that this was a weird choice they 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 could have had uh uh, I don't know. Like, there, there's so many other characters, ancillary characters that they couldn't they it could. have been Andrew Jackson Dalton. 
you know, just like like this is his like new MacGyver knows who he is, but he's like, oh, this, this I'm is... MacGyver. It's so good to see you again. I've got these great tonics. I want to yeah. repay the favor and stuff. And like this that. is what I'm into now. Yeah, because he seemed like he was kind of a con man even in that last episode. Yeah, it just seems like this was originally supposed to be him, and that Pete was like, I want to wear a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so he's a a classic snake oil salesman. Yeah. Um, and uh, <laughs> it's funny. And um, uh, I don't know if you ever played Red Dead Redemption. I have not. Um, it's the GTA of the Wild West. Yeah. Wild West GTA. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's fantastic. It's a fantastic game. Yeah. Um, but you actually meet a snake meet a snake oil salesman. But it actually does work. <laughs> Like you can go back and continue to buy the snake oil and get like it like actually cures you. Yeah, it actually helps you out in the game. That's um, funny. Uh, so he's offering all kinds of different tonics and but he also does palm readings. Yeah, but he's he, not charging for any of it. Yeah, uh, I maybe thought he could uh, get a donation. Yeah, and he reads Maria's palm and says stuff about like her running from her past and that they're in grave danger. And she's uh, very troubled by this reading and yeah. doesn't want other people to overhear what he has to say. It's giving a lot of her own backstory away. She could have just been laughing it off the whole time. Yeah. Um, but uh, he also gives them a, a free bottle. Right. Which, again, like... Uh, what did he call it? Like an iron something? I can't remember. Yeah, I, I can't remember what he called it either. But it, it it's classic snake oil. Yeah. Uh. So uh, Milton and Wilt are following after. Yeah, it's called. I just have in my notes. I just have Iron Tonic. Yeah, I feel I because when he said it, I thought, oh, they're gonna use that to uh, like to determine like magnetics or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Like, oh, it just never came into. Oh, I saw a really cool experiment that I'd never seen before. That someone had suspended iron filings in a liquid. Like they they got the they got they they disturbed the liquid so the iron filings were all kind of swirling around and then, and then they put a magnet into yeah, it yeah they put yeah. a magnet so you could see all the field lines yeah yeah uh, in like a zero gravity environment I was like that's awesome I've never yeah. I mean I've seen it done like on a flat surface but never seen it in like three D yeah. yeah that was really cool uh, a little side thing was, yeah I think related. I saw the same GIF or whatever yeah if I can find it again I'll throw it Just up say, in the show notes you can say GIF it's a GIF though no it doesn't matter. <laughs> Doesn't matter what the creator says; it's what's popular. Jeff uh, uh, is popular. <laughs> choosy moms choose Jeff. Yeah. What? <laughs> moms like you choose Jeff. Choose Jeff. Uh, so Milton Mil are following after MacGyver, and uh, that's when they meet up with uh, Billy Sundance and News, I believe. Who are also after MacGyver. And now, where's Huey Lewis for all this? Yeah, because uh, we got the news here. Yeah. Uh, so now they all, they've all they all teamed up kind of forcibly. And as they're riding down the trail, Jenny starts aggressively hitting on MacGyver. Yeah. And MacGyver is just not having any yeah. of it. As before. Yeah. I mean, the, the, this is definitely a replay of their previous relationship. Yeah. Um. But uh, as MacGyver heads down to the river, he encounters Maria Romberg, who is completely naked. Yeah. Um, but she's she's hiding behind a log, kind of. Yeah. But not she, really bathing because she's just standing on rocks. Yeah, but naked. it's also it's also raining. Yeah. It's pouring rain, so she's probably just showering ish. Um, but uh, she seems totally op- 
fine with being naked in yeah. front of him. And yeah, I don't know why she's even behind this log, yeah. except for framing purposes. Yeah. Um, and she's kind of teasing MacGyver that, oh, like, oh, I guess you've never seen a, a, a naked woman before. And MacGyver's like, yeah, I have. Come on. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I, th- I think they're trying to establish that he he does care about her, or like her. And he's trying to show her the proper respect yeah. that, that he feels. But I feel like he's being disrespectful by not having sex with her right here. Yeah. She's clearly asking for it. This one, this one is, uh, is your age. <laughs> you can approach this one. Uh, uh, but then all of a sudden they hear gunshots. And uh, MacGyver tells her to stay there, obviously. Yeah. But he rushes over and is immediately caught. Yeah. <laughs> so he did nothing to help. Um, and as they're searching the wagon, they find uh, apparently Maria Romberg decided to pack her wanted poster yeah. as as a keepsake. Actually, now that I think about it, Maria Romberg is probably also pretty young for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, both of these women are gorgeous. Yeah, oh, no, they're great. But obviously they're the ages that they're supposed to be playing. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, so they find a wanted poster uh, for Maria and then – for, we just get a quick glimpse of Maria stealing a horse and riding off. Yeah. And everyone's kind of like, oh, she Completely just... Completely naked still. Yeah. <laughs> no, that doesn't happen. No, what, what was the um, the famous queen or princess who was riding a horse naked? Uh, um, Lady Godiva. Uh, so she rides off. Everyone's super bummed. Um, Billy wants the money that Kate stole from him because apparently they were working some kind of uh, deal. Yeah. And uh, she made off with the money. And when he threatens to hit her... Uh, but then decides just to take her with him instead. Yeah. Um, but they don't need MacGyver. So they tie him up uh, with a noose around his neck, but also precariously balance him on top of a loose signpost. Right. Um, and apparently all you need to do to loosen the signpost was remove one or two rocks that were holding it in place. Yeah. But it's also pr- like termite addled. Yeah. So MacGyver's wobbling on top of this sign with the uh, – his hands are tied behind his back, his yeah. feet are tied together, and his and his head is right through a mm-hmm. noose. Um, he does something very clever, is that he rotates his belt around to the back. And he uses like the the, the peg cl- of the belt to, yeah. to untie the knot around his hands. Yeah. And and all of this while trying to maintain his balance. And then he does this amazing move where finally the sign gives way, but he frees his hands and then grabs the rope that's around his neck. Yeah. It just in, just above the the knot, yeah, and he's able to pull himself up for long enough that he can actually loosen the noose and yeah. pull his head out of it. Oh man, it was it was actually a really cool little bit. Yeah, um, it kind of reminded me of a uh, Sin City where Bruce Willis is hanging. Uh, uh, if anyone remembers that scene where he, he uh, grabs a pe- like he breaks a window with a chair and then grabs a piece of broken glass with his feet. And cuts his bindings loose. Yeah. It's like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. Yeah. Did you watch a, a Dame to Kill for? I didn't. It's so bad. I was like, I, I got like 20 minutes into it. I was like, done. I, Bye. I just, it's too long. Too much time has passed. Yeah. These these, these sequels that that are like going. Oh, remember Sin City? Yeah, like 10 years ago. Yeah. Um. But it's also just, it's just disappointing. Yeah. Um. It kind of makes me wonder what the Incredible sequel is going to be like. Like. Is Violet going to be like an adult with kids now? Because it's well, honestly, 15 years. That's what I want. Like, yeah. I, wa- I want them to age these characters up because I would love to see Dash as like 
a, transforming a full power. grown superhero yeah. and and for his parents like maybe it could be a story about like their relationship with their parents and their parents are aging now and it's mm -hmm. like that story like i think that would be really interesting but it actually kind of bothered me that finding nemo didn't age anybody up yeah. Like, I thought that for, for Finding Dory that it would be, like, later in their lives, not, like, literally picking up the day that the last movie right. ended. Well, and, and with The Incredibles, that their whole thing was that they were already old. Yeah. Like, I mean, they, they weren't, like, old, old, but they were approaching yeah. their late well, 40s. It, it, but it was, like, it was like midlife crisis, not, like, yeah. retiring. No, exactly. Like, yeah. Um, but, but they obviously were playing up, like, that, that you know, Mrs. Incredible, she, she's, like catches a glimpse of herself in the mirror and sighs. And, and uh, I think my favorite one is Mr. Incredible. He's like, oh, my back. <laughs> yeah. And, like, he can't move until the, the robot pops his back in yeah. place. And he goes, ha, 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 ha. And, and then he rips the hand off. <laughs> that was great. It's such a great movie. Yeah. I love The Incredibles I'm, so I'm much. I'm still really excited for Incredibles 2. And I think it could be great. But I hope they do age everybody up. I don't know if you can still use um, Sarah Vowell as the voice even if you age the character up because well you could she's like she's 15... permanently pubescent character <laughs> yeah that's true i feel like they cast her because she sounds like a teenager yeah yeah and she still sounds like a teenager so it'd be weird to use the same voice as the 35 year old version of the character no, no. <laughs> who knows Incredibles 2 coming two years from now yeah uh, not soon enough if you ask me someone Someone posted this really great thing. It's like, I just heard there's an incredible sequel coming, and it shows the scene from The Incredibles where it's uh, Jason Lee's character syndrome is like, you're too late, 15 years too late. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, I thought that was clever. Um, so uh, the bad guys have now taken uh, the ladies to their hideout, and as MacGyver's following their trail, Maria rides up. And and she and he's a mite suspicious of her wanted poster, right? Um, and he's like, "So who'd you murder?" And she's like, "Would you believe me if I said no one?" <laughs> like, I, I I don't know. You you have so you far have to give me more so far you don't have a great track record. <laughs> um, uh, and Maria tells a story about that her sister killed her, her abusive husband, but because she had kids, like she, you know she didn't want the kids to grow up without a mother. Uh, Maria took the blame and then fled. Yeah. Um, it doesn't really say where she fled from. I'm assuming her home country. Yeah. From Germany. Um, I, it, it seems weird to see a wanted poster from like it, it doesn't seem to be in German. Yeah. So it seemed like maybe it must be on the East Coast, but also wanted posters don't seem like something you would see on the East Coast. But people have this really weird view of the West. I, I don't yeah. know if I made this this. The Wild West was a very 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 brief moment. Yeah. Of American history, and it wasn't nearly as wild as it gets portrayed. Yeah, it, people have this romantic sense that the Wild West was like a hundred years or something like in uh, of American life. It was like twelve years. Yeah, because uh, it, it was after the Civil War, but before the Continental Railroad. Yeah, I mean, but that that's not Grant was still president when that gap was closed. Yeah, um, and uh, you know, in New York City, the Industrial Revolution happened. New York it, City. Yeah. You're not going to have wanted posters in New York City like that, yeah. because they would have professional printing presses and all that stuff. Like it's it's modern there. Yeah, um, it's not all typeset. Yeah, um, so it, it's kind of a it's it's kind of this weird like they're they're preying off the stereotypes of the Wild West. Yes, yeah. so that's why I like Briscoe County, and I think that's also why Briscoe County failed because, because they, they tried to accurately 
accurately portrayed. Yeah, it. It, yeah. It, the the changing, modernizing West that yeah. was like when they're in San Francisco, it's city streets and cobblestone streets. It's not like dirt roads, like because yeah. well, that's what San Francisco was like. It was a big city. Yeah, <laughs> um, and and people forget that while the wild west was happening on the west coast on the east coast it was like everything was very proper and yeah like ev- everywhere was like safely managed by police and everything mm-hmm. so yeah it's, it's a weird it's a weird thing with the wild west yeah so uh uh billy tries to kiss jenny and she she fights with him uh uh, Milton will try to leave peacefully because so far they've just been sitting in the corner quietly waiting to not die. Yeah. Um, but before they leave, uh, everyone wants to know where their gold mine is. Right. Uh, uh, and uh, uh, they try to convince them, like, what if we told you that there wasn't a gold mine? And they actually seem like they're being genuine. Yeah. Uh, but then they say, well, we'd kill you right now. It's like, well then, here's where the gold mine is. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so uh, MacGyver and Maria arrive just as uh, Milton and Will are being led out to a small shed, and part of the gang is heading out to go check out the gold mine. Yeah. So MacGyver says, "Well, there's no one left here to know what we look like, so we can just walk in." Yeah. Terrible idea. Yep. Uh, um, but they do play this funny little bit where. MacGyver comes in and claims that uh, Jenny uh, and Kate are both, like, riddled with disease. Yeah. They call it a social disease, which is a nice way of saying STDs. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, and they're like, don't touch them. Like, they start listing off people who had died because they, they got they, – because they had ended up sleeping with these women. Yeah. Um, and, uh, of course, all the guys are like, oh, God, yeah, get him out of here, please. Thank you so much for coming. <laughs> when in reality, they would have been like, um, how many of those social diseases did you think I didn't already have? <laughs> yeah, I'm totally immune to all those things already. <laughs> uh, I've been contracting herpes every day <laughs> to develop an immunity. That's not how it works. <laughs> I've got the uh, the Mr. Burns Three Stooges Syndrome. Yeah. See, see all these germs and diseases. They try to fit through all these doors. They can't get through. No, so no one has dominance. They keep them. They keep each other in check. <laughs> we call it Three Stooges syndrome. <laughs> uh, but of course, uh, there's one man who they didn't inca- uh, plan on being there, and that's News. Right. Uh, and so he pulls a gun on him, and then they decide to put MacGyver in with Milton Wilt. Right. Um, and of course, Milton Wilt are like going MacGyver. It's like, oh great. MacGyver, <laughs> this is great. Oh, this is perfect. Looks like we couldn't have been put in here with a better person. Yeah. Um, Let's drink some spiders. <laughs> Y'all like drinking spiders. Uh, uh, they tell, they they confess to MacGyver that there really isn't a gold mine. Right. That they they found a guy who was dead with a huge bag of gold, and they said, "Well, we'll just take this." Yeah. Um, and uh, and it's only going to be a matter of time before everyone else comes back really, really angry. Yeah. Uh, so MacGyver uh, uh, manages to cut his bindings loose and gets them loose and comes up with this plan to distract the guard with like a homemade pea shooter. Um, but MacGyver already distracts the guard. Yeah. And there's no reason for Milton and Wilt to continue distracting him. Uh, but they do. And MacGyver. Because they're geniuses. Yeah. MacGyver manages to. Uh, 
open up the uh, the uh, barricade that's holding the door shut, and then runs does his classic one punch man knockout of the yeah. of the the remaining guard. Uh, so the next part of the plan is for Milton Wilt to lure uh, the other guys out. Because MacGyver's going to do something with the – he's planning to dump something down the chimney. Yeah. So uh, Milt will come in and tell them that MacGyver escaped and he's going to go get the sheriff and uh, we got to go after him. And like Milt and Will are – they're trying to say like we're doing this because we're trying yeah, to we're help you. we're on your you. team now. Yeah. Um, so uh, Wilt uh, – sorry, Milt leads the men outside and Wilt is like – I love Wilt because he's super giggly that their plan is working. Yeah. And he's like signaling the girls to come over. He reminds me of uh, Jesse Tyler Ferguson in uh, – wait, is it Jesse Tyler Ferguson? From Modern Family? No. Uh, it's, it's a different three-person name who's on Briscoe. Uh, he played Pete Hutter. Who's like this character who dies and every time every he's, every time he's in an episode he ends up dead, but he comes <laughs> back. They're all I thought you he's were like dead. He's like the Michael Bean of Frisco County. Yeah, um, uh, but he's like super giggly and weaselly. I have to look at uh, John Piper. Jesse Tyler Ferguson is from Modern Family, right? I think so. Yeah, I think it's John Piper Ferguson. John Piper Ferguson. Okay, John Piper Ferguson. Sorry, two two three person Ferguson names. <laughs> uh, yeah, so John Piper Ferguson's character of Pete, he's like he's, he's like reminding me of him. Um, so yeah, he's telling the girls the plan. When you hear gunshots, run out. Um, and uh, so uh, as they come out, as they all come out, uh, that's when Billy the Kid or the rest of the group arrives again. Yeah. So now they want to know. Uh, what's going on, and they're planning on killing uh, the Bozers. Sorry, this plan This plan is really weird. Yeah. So they all go back inside. MacGyver climbs up onto the roof and starts dumping uh, pine cone seeds and the snake oil yeah. uh, down the chimney. So, Which the, is kind of a trick that he did back in Target MacGyver. Yeah. Where he's trying to cause – he's using pine cones as grenades. Yeah. And a, and a bundle of sticks <laughs> look like a man. Yeah. <laughs> the worst distraction ever. Uh, so he dumps the seeds and everything down the chimney. So once they hit the uh, the kind of pot belly stove, they uh, start exploding. Yeah. But but instead of thinking that the gunshots are coming from the stove that's clearly exploding, um, they think it's coming from outside. Yeah. And then when MacGyver breaks a window, they immediately think that that's where the gunfire is coming from. So everyone starts shooting at the window, not shooting out the window, just shooting towards the window. Yeah, in the direction of the window, um, which always reminds me of that scene from uh, Top Secret when they're like shooting through the window. Oh, the tic tac toe. He's playing tic tac toe in the window panes. That's funny. Um, the whole movie's funny. Um, so uh, the ladies, Milton Wilt, escape out the front door. And MacGyver ties uh, – so they all ride off. And, but MacGyver waits for Maria and ties a rope around the um, some of the supports for the porch. Right. And once uh, you know, all the bad guys realize that uh, everyone's left, they, yeah. they run out the front door as, just as MacGyver ru- pulls off the support. And the whole porch roof comes down like an old-fashioned garage door where it's a solid piece. Yeah. Just swings down and just crushes them all yeah. against the wall. So they've all been murdered. <laughs> um. And uh, and they they ride off, and the um, 
the Act 5 is still in the Wild West. We're still yeah. rounding up things here in the Wild West portion first. Um, Kate apparently had a hidden compartment on the wagon, which belonged to Bear. Yeah. <laughs> um, where she was hiding the gold that she uh, took from the Bozers. But the Bozers are willing to let them keep it. Yeah, because uh, they survived today. Yeah. And they said, here, yeah, you, 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 you t- take it as an investment in your guys' future. And and for the first time, like, the Bozers get a legitimate hug and kiss from yeah. the ladies. Um, and they, they go off to do whatever they're going to do next. Those pilfer, crazy Bozers. Pilfer the remains of another yeah. poor dead person. Presumably, MacGyver went and found the family of the guy who died. Died, yeah. Return the gold. Uh, Maria and MacGyver have their moment to say goodbye and before she can leave, MacGyver says, no, you're not leaving. And she goes, why? And that's MacGyver kisses her. Yeah. And presumably she's going to stay with him. Yeah. And, you know, finally committing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, on the ranch. Right. Where he's got the, the other guy, the, the, the Chinese guy. Lee Sing. Yeah. Lee Sing. Cause, yeah. uh, cause Billy's dead. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Sorry. I forgot Billy's dead. Um, and when he wakes up as they're kissing, to them really kissing. Uh, All three women are now in his bed. Yeah. Uh, no, the re- Maria, apparently the other women left. Yeah. Um, because it's just Maria now. Because they realized it was awkward. Yeah, incredibly awkward. Uh, MacGyver now is really kissing the real Maria uh, Romberg. And she's decided to not only stay with the Phoenix Foundation but leave but with, leave with the Phoenix Foundation. Yeah, she's she's going on assignment to Reno uh, to Reno to Rio for the Olympics now. Uh, yep. uh she's on their way to Rio and uh but MacGyver says that he's now willing to talk about having a commitment to her. It's like this is great. I can commit to you and you're leaving. <laughs> this is like the it's best of both worlds. Every guy's dream. No. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but he, he genuinely wants to talk about them and he, and she says, well, we'll talk about it when, when I get back Yeah, from a different continent and she died on assignment. No. And then he called Pete and he was like, thanks dude. I owe oh you God. One. But that's a bro code, <laughs> bro code, <laughs> Dr. Destiny indeed. Yes. Uh, and then that's it. That's the close of the, uh, no, no weird tie into this Western being part of reality yeah. in this episode, purely just a dream sequence this time. Yep. Uh, I think I would have liked this episode without so many confusing bad guys. It's yeah. like they were trying to throw in like all these classic Western. Yeah, there were like eight villains. Yeah. It, it was like, I couldn't, I literally could not keep track of who was who. They just keep saying and all names. the motivations and everything. Yeah. Um, I think I think have one villain like Murdoch or two, you you can you can have a villain and then a one or two sidekicks. Yeah, but there's just too many people at this hideout. Yeah, and and with the Bozers as kind of the wild cards, which was fine. I liked how that turned, played out. I like that they're first angry, but then they they get caught up in a situation. MacGyver helps them, and now they're indebted. Yeah, I, I liked that whole situation. And it's kind of the 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 arc that pete's character had last time where mm-hmm. he starts out as an adversary and he kind of works his way over to macgyver's side of things and and even then the bozers were like like we're just mad yeah like we're, we're after macgyver because we're they're mad. literally just mad at him because he wouldn't drink spiders with them <laughs> that's the whole that's their entire motivation 
Um, Imagine this guy didn't drink spiders with you. That's your motivation for this. <laughs> I'm so mad right now. I want to murder him. <laughs> Why? How many people do you know that want to drink spiders? I, who doesn't? I put one in my chocolate milk. <laughs> Delicious. More spider teen, please. <laughs> Just scoop them scoop out. Scoop them up. Throw it right in there. It's actually better for you than milk. <laughs> oh, that's so horrifying just to open up a can full of spiders. God. Um. Uh. Yeah. So as this episode, it's pretty good. Yeah. I think that's about it for this episode. Though. Yeah. It's a fun one. I like this one. Yeah. I actually might prefer this to the other Western episode. I mean, I do and I don't. I, I think I like the um, Murdoch and the, the, the ranch kind of stuff a little bit better. But uh, but yeah, it's. I mean, there's plus and minuses over the other Western yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, 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 honestly, when I first watched this episode and took my notes, I wasn't really fond of it. But revisiting it in the notes and talking about it, I was like, okay, this actually wasn't so bad. I also think having just having the women in it makes it more interesting. Because in the other one, you basically you have Penny and you have uh, the woman playing the piano. Yeah. Who doesn't really play a part in the episode other than to say, wow, that MacGyver guy's sure going to get killed. Yeah. And Penny does nothing in the episode. Mm -hmm. And it's like she's totally wasted other than like she gets dressed up as Murdoch. And, yeah. But... Which it really just, wasn't her idea. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't her idea. Like, I just feel like it was nice to have the ladies playing a part in this mm -hmm. one. Um, but yeah, I liked it. Mm -hmm. um, and I actually really liked the music, even though it's just borrowed whole cloth from yeah, yeah. a John Williams movie. Um, but yeah, I think that's about it for this one. Yep. Um, if you guys have any thoughts you'd like to share with us, you can find us on Twitter at Opening Gambit. You can find us at facebook.com slash Podcast or our website, phoenixfoundationpodcast.com. And if you're digging the show, feel free to review us on iTunes. Tune in next week. We're going to be covering Season 6, Episode 9. I, I don't have to say next week anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just it's pretty clear. Just, just say next time. Uh, next time on the podcast, uh, we're going to be covering Bitter Harvest. Ooh. So stay tuned for that one. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening. Thanks.